Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, we're going to get back to uh, more of reviewing 2023 on the show this afternoon. Tontron is the WWL multimedia journalist, and he has a fascinating podcast. I got a call, uh, or t- I forgot whether it was a call or a text uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, from somebody who said, uh, do you think that the future of the Sugar Bowl is in jeopardy? And I said, there's no way the, the, the Super Bowl, I mean the Sugar Bowl, do you think the Sugar Bowl is in jeopardy? So there's no way the Sugar Bowl is under jeopardy. It's going to always be here. It will always be historic. But apparently there's a lot going on that would maybe impact the significance, the relevance of the Sugar Bowl. And Ton Tron is here to talk about the uh, the podcast. Ton, good afternoon. Still good afternoon to you. And apparently this is the last Friday of the new year or the current year yes. or the new year. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, very happy new year to you. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really fascinated with this, this uh, topic. Uh, I know that in a lot of ways, New Orleans has not always kept up and New Orleans has uh, slacked in, in some ways. In a lot of ways, it hasn't. But to be honest with you, it, it has slacked in, in some ways. And um, as much as I, I love the city, I, I, I like to be honest about the city. Talk about this controversy over the Sugar Bowl. Well, and, and you have to be honest with it, and I think you, you picked the right term there, Scoop. But, you know, and the, the reality in that the Sugar Bowl is facing is in two years, its contract with the college football playoff, the CFP, will expire. And what that does is that it opens up other competitors, other cities that want to buy in, and I emphasize buy in because it's going to be a money issue, that want to be part of the playoff system. For a long time, the Sugar Bowl and New Orleans have enjoyed a, a very prominent position in the college football playoff, the Sugar Bowl has always been a game of consequence, a, a game of high stakes because it's part of the playoff. You don't want to be outside of that playoff system where you're just one of those bowls with those strange names mm-hmm. and that, that doesn't really have a lot of consequence. You know, this matters because the Sugar Bowl is always a part of a game that's eventually or going to be in the championship. And in two years, that contract expires, and there's other cities like Orlando, Nashville, San Antonio, Las Vegas, that according to the CEO of the Sugar Bowl, Jeff Hunley, who is featured in the podcast, says they're very well-heeled financially. They have a lot of things going for them, infrastructure, economic development. Uh, those are things that, and as you said, you know, if we're honest about New Orleans, we don't do very well here. And that's going to matter when the college football playoff and the commissioners who run it consider who's going to be in the running for the the college football playoff in the future. And keep in mind that the the system itself is going to expand to 12 teams, 12 games next year. You know, we have we have a current system that has uh, a very limited amount of teams. So that's going to expand next year. 
because we have such a big appetite for college football. I, I wonder if, and this is just, I think, something to, to maybe consider. I, I wonder if that in our city in particular, compared to other cities, we have a lot of money from very powerful, influential people that is poured into Mardi Gras every year. I wonder if that distracts because in other cities, that segment of the population is there to do a better job of maybe supporting a ball game. You know, you might be onto something there. I mean, we have multiple events. We have multiple avenues to spend money because that's part of our culture down here. Right. And we have to prioritize. And I think that at the end of the day, as Jeff, Jeff Hundley, the CEO of the Sugar Bowl, will tell you, it's going to come down to the people of New Orleans because most of the money that these other cities that want to be part of the playoff system, they've generated this money. They've pulled that money from their business community. Right. It, it hasn't come from anywhere else. And that, that's going to be a decision. That's going to be something that the business community in New Orleans and this, the Sugar Bowl has now launched. It launched earlier this campaign called the Keep New Orleans Sweet campaign. And it's basically an all call to the business community here to basically say to them to the members there this is what the sugar bowl means to new orleans this is what we bring to the table uh, but it's also we we need help right now because we are now going to be in the, the fight of our lives in a couple of years when the contract expires and you know it's going to be hard to say what the future looks like you know over the years the sugar bowl has had many many really epic exciting games and then you know mm-hmm. sometimes the you know the two teams this, this was before the college football playoff situation they were you know teams like um you know it's it's not so great this year but still the sugar bowl and the teams that are playing and their fans really really love it um what are some of the, do you know some of the cities that are really uh, competing directly to try to get the uh, the the Sugar Bowl, um, the focus that's on the Sugar Bowl uh, focused on them? Well, if, if you're to ask Jeff Hunley, he mentioned specifically Las Vegas, which has a, a new stadium, yeah. um, beautiful stadium. Uh, Nashville, which with its all, with its you know southern sensibilities and its infrastructure, um, known for its music and, and a really burgeoning food scene as well and hospitality. Orlando and Houston, those are several of the cities that, that are now kind of wanting and to, to buy for the same prominence as the Sugar Bowl is. And it's going to be tough to compete with them. Yeah. I wonder if an outdoor stadium would uh, would work against Nashville and Orlando that time of year. It might. It might. But, you know, there, there's so many other factors at, at play too, Scoot. And, and the, Jeff Hundley said that, look, there's a lot of universities also within the college football playoff system that are really lobbying to have universities host these these bowl games kind of move it into more of a NFL type of playoff system where now you're going to play the playoffs at the respective home fields of these universities because it's much easier to handle. They'll sell out the crowds and they'll still have the ability to have this, this appetite for football fed. This so is what does that mean for for bowl organizations? Yeah. This is a fascinating conversation and, and topic. And it's also as fascinating as it is, it's also shocking, you know, to me who, who grew up here and I've always, you know, under, uh, understood the relevance of the Sugar Bowl, which became even more relevant when it became part of the college football playoff system. Yeah. But, but uh, for that to be possibly uh, taken away is, is a shock. And I think it's a reminder that as great as we think New Orleans is, as much as we have this attitude like, oh, everybody loves us, you know, we have to work harder at being relevant. 
Yeah, and history and tradition. And look, 90 years, the Sugar Bowl has been part of the, the history and the landscape of New Orleans here. It's the second, it's tied, you know, with other with a couple of other bowls as being the, the second longest and oldest running bowl. And but none of that really matters when you're talking about the, the current system in the modern day football system, especially in the college football system, where money really dominates. You have athletes that are now being paid. You have universities making a lot of money from this and you have to feed the beast. And at this point, it's a money game. And, you know, is New Orleans, is the Sugar Bowl positioned as well as the other cities that are vying to get this prominent place on the college football playoff stage? That's a big question. It is a fascinating topic for a podcast. Todd, where can people get the podcast? Uh, they can get it anywhere they get their podcast. Scoot is all they have to do is punch in the Tan Report, and my name is spelled T H A N H. I highly encourage anybody that's interested in college football to check this out because they, they might find some interest in what's going to happen with the Sugar Bowl in the future. All right, Tantron, multimedia journalist with WWL. Thank you for your time and a very happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year to you, Scoot. All right, thanks, Don. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.